My name is Lauren Eliz Love, and welcome to this podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I can guarantee that you're craving success, abundance, prosperity, and all of the beautiful things that come with a thriving business. Here on the show, you are going to find all of the things that you really need to create that beautiful financial freedom that you crave. Inner work, personal transformation, and radical self-love are the tools that will excel you and propel you into that life that you desire. Here on the show, I will share stories and lessons from my life, along with interviews from great experts who've been able to do that work themselves. You'll hear lessons, breakthroughs, and tips to expand, to change, and to grow. Because growing a business is really about growing yourself. For more, you can visit laurenoflove.com. Are you ready? Let's dive in. You're tuning in to the Badass Business Podcast. This is a show dedicated to the woman who is ready to transform her business and elevate her life. Each week, your coach, Lauren Eliz Love, will bring you an expert interview or training that will help you elevate your life and business. We cover topics like business, mindset, strategy, wellness, and spirituality, because we know that growing a business is really about growing yourself. For more, visit badassbusinessbabe.com. You guys, what is up? Welcome back to the Badass Business Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Lauren Eliz Love. I'm so excited to be here. I feel like I'm just going to be transparent with you. There has been such a transitioning process that we as a team at Badass Business Babe have been going through since our big announcement back in the beginning of October. Or maybe it's technically the end of September because we kind of started to transition things as a team in September. And emotionally, it kind of took me a little while to process all of it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go back and listen to our episode with Coraline and I on the Badass Business Podcast, episode number 135. Um, we share vulnerably about this stage of our journey and our business and letting go of the the way that partnership had looked for us previously to come back to our roots of me showing up as your teacher and Coraline building the beautiful systems and structures that we need on the back end to grow our business. And I've been in this place of just recognizing that now it's my time to cultivate my message more deeply, to come back to my home-centered space of service, to really, you know, come back into the message that I really feel like I was meant to have. And honestly, sometimes those transitions are the hardest because you know that there's so much at stake, right? You know that this is the transition that's going to be amazing and this is the transition that's going to be life-changing, but... Sometimes that can put a lot of pressure on us. So over the last couple of weeks, we've been navigating that together as a team. And I've been navigating that with my content. I've done some really great pieces of content. I've created some not so great pieces of content, which sorry, you'll never see. But I've just been learning. I've been experimenting with my message and my truth. And slowly, I'm coming back to my place of knowing exactly who I am and what I meant to talk about. Now, our guest today is Stephanie Schultz of Courageously Confident, and it could not come at a more perfect time. I love this girl for so many reasons. I think Stephanie has this beautiful energy of 
success and confidence and play and vivacious energy. It's like vibrant. All of her content is just so beautiful and so strong. And I absolutely adore her, not just for who she is, but for her transparency and vulnerability in who she is. She is <laughs> the founder of Courageously Confident, an online community. I was just laughing because I'm like, she's amazing. Like, just say that and just end it. <laughs> she helps women level the fuck up in life through fitness and mindset and business coaching. She's known for her signature fitness programs, but that's just kind of the beginning of where she started. And probably around this year, she started to make this transition of shifting out of that and into a deeper relationship with business and mindset and inner work. And it is looking so good on this girl. And it sounds so clear in her message. So I'm really excited to share this episode with you guys. We cover a lot. Uh, Stephanie talks about her journey from being on the corporate path as a a soon-to-be teacher going through her college degree and realizing that it wasn't the right path for her, taking the big leap into the unknown after that. She talks about how not following her truth caused things like anxiety and depression. And she talks about the successful stages of her business and where she is now, how she's learned to let her business unfold with trust and faith and following her passion, and how anchoring back into her reason why of helping others has always been the game changer for her. We talk about money mindset, manifestation, aligning with gratitude, and stepping into a high vibration. So this episode has a lot, and I know it's going to be incredible for you. I met Stephanie on Instagram. She has a really strong following, over 30,000 followers. And I remember being so attracted to the community that she built on social media and being so curious to know her more deeply. And I've been so excited to get to know her over the last couple of months. So if you follow Stephanie, if you haven't followed her, you can just simply swipe to go to the show notes, the bottom of your phone. There's some detail there. You can click her Instagram. You can go check out her courses and website. We've provided all of that for you. And if you're in awe, like I was over her Instagram, we wanted to give you guys a little gift for today's episode in the show notes as well you can download a free 30-day calendar of instagram content sometimes it can feel really challenging to know what to talk about to know what to post every day and if you're like me you're not always inspired so this free guide for you guys 30 days of instagram content is going to propel your message into the online space it is going to serve you because it will challenge you to create every single day And it will serve your audience because you'll be able to be real and raw with them in a way that feels really good for you. So you can, again, just swipe up to get the show notes. There's like a little section on the bottom of your phone that's the show notes. And go ahead and click that link on badassbusinessbabe.com. It'll take you right there. And we look forward to hearing more from you and seeing more of you in the Badass Business Babe community. If this episode resonates with you, we just ask that you take some time to leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify or Google, wherever you're listening to this. The more reviews we have, the more we can be seen by other people. And I know I am not the only person who can relate to Stephanie's message today. And I'm sure there are many other women out there who need her truth. So if you have some time, leave us a review. You can even screenshot the episode and post it on Instagram and tag us both. We would love to see that and would love to hear what your biggest takeaways are from this episode. So thanks so much, guys. We enjoy having you in our community and we'll see you on the next show. 
Let's do it. So I had, I was on your podcast. Yes. And then you were a VIP supported mem- mentor of the month. Yes. And now we're here doing another interview. <laughs> and I, I feel so it. happy because like every time we talk, I'm like, I get to know her on a deeper level. And like, I love her even more than like the last time we talked. It just Me too. Really happy. I feel like it's so effortless. I'm just like, it's just another chat with Lauren. Like, <laughs> I love it. Well, that's a good thing because sometimes podcasting interviews can feel like awkward and uncomfortable with certain mm-hmm. people. I once had this girl interview me and she like had a fucking list. Okay. <laughs> this happened to me and I don't even think I was so uncomfortable. I don't even think this person put up our episode. This was months ago. No. And, and I felt like I was a robot because it was very like, like there was no conversation. It was just a list and answers and no response for, for my answers. It was to the next question. And I was like, <laughs> I'm glad that I don't, I have no idea if she aired it. I don't even know what the name of the podcast is. I hope it's not live. (laughs) (laughs) I went, um, I went to journalism school and we learned kind of like the craft of like interviewing somebody. And there have been, there are so many people who are really, really great at it. And they just like transition the converse, like the almost 30 girls. Do you listen to the almost 30 podcast? They're, they're effortless. They're very like, we're jamming out, we're having a conversation, we're sitting at the table. And like, that's what I want this to feel like with everybody. So it's mm-hmm. cool that I'm glad you feel that way. I feel that way with you. I, I've been admiring your necklace. Where, where did you get this necklace? So, oh my gosh. So this it's gorgeous. I, I wish I knew the name of the woman, but so Eric and I got married in July and we had a garden party where we lived because we had a destination wedding, but we had like a family garden party before we got married. And so Eric's mom was running around, like getting all these like things. It was in their backyard. And so she got something from this woman who was selling something online. And the woman wanted to know like, oh, what is this for? I think it was like a wooden table or something. And Eric's mom, of course, was so proud saying like, my son's getting married and all these things. And so this woman makes jewelry and she was like, I would just love to, to give a gift to the bride. Like I, I never met this woman and she just, she made, she makes necklaces and she asked what colors I was wearing and it's like rose gold and gold or whatever. And she gave it to me. So isn't it like a complete that's, stranger? That's so beautiful. Yeah. I don't, that makes it feel extra special to me because she just went out of her way to like, give abundance to you and was just yeah I know we're going to talk about that in today's episode so I'm super Mm -hmm. excited um you just went on a really big trip can you talk a little bit about that taking a trip with your hubby to celebrate business and love (laughs) I love it it sounds so cheesy well yes so it was it was a long weekend here in Canada my husband is in the military and he's away right now and he got the weekend off so we kind of met in a mutual like big city, he flew in and I drove and we, I was just telling Lauren for for people listening, um, we intentionally stay at very like quote unquote high vibe, like expensive hotels because it's fun. And, and then the people ask you before you go, why, like, what, what are you coming into the city for? What are you celebrating? And I always say love and business success, like no matter what, like whether it's, you know, something crazy happened or not. I always just say those things and they, they put balloons and champagne in our room and it was, it was really fun. You had an epic bathtub. Like I'm not, (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Like 
for me, like status rule number one, if it's high vibe, it must have a standing solo bathtub. Yes. Like on the feet, like curved. Like I just love it. Uh, The the bathroom was the best. The bedroom was the best. There was a living room. It was okay. But like the bathroom was the best part. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, you know, on this, this topic of success and celebration, I would love for you to just kind of honor where you're at right now and the journey of entrepreneurship for you and kind of like take the audience on that narrative with you and just tell everybody how you got here. Oh, that's, that's so heated. That's like, so how do I sum it up? Okay. So you got this, you got this. Yeah. It, I started with a passion of social media. I started with sharing my, my fitness journey on social media for the, for the one, like a selfish purpose of just posting on social media. And then I realized that people were connecting with me and I loved it. And, and it turned into this side hobby of just sharing and connecting with people on, on social media. And then I, a a program fell on my lap and I remember the coach reached out to me. I don't know how we had mutual friends and they were like, are you monetizing online? And I, I was like, what? Like, I, I did not know. I didn't even know what that meant. I was like, what are you talking? Like, what? Like, they just saw that I had a following and they assumed that I was. And I'm glad that they did or else I wouldn't have even known of this. So I was like, no, but okay, this sounds interesting. I don't know how I'm going to do this or what this is going to be. But I took a program and it kind of lit this, this fire under me to be like, oh my God, I can make something more out of what I'm already doing. I'm already building up a community. I'm already sharing my message with people. Why not turn it into something? So the day that I signed up for this program was the day that I started monetizing online without even knowing what I was doing. And so that was three years ago, two years, two and a half years ago. Wow. And and it was only two and a half years ago. And since then, it, it's so funny because – it, today I'm, I'm talking about on my social media, like I started off selling $14.99 individualized workout programs, $14.99, because I didn't know what else to do. And, and I just wanted to help people. And I was like, I don't know pricing. I don't know things. I don't know offers, whatever. I was just putting myself out there. And then it turned into me building group programs, all this stuff, learning more about business and actually like learning how to scale my business. So I'm not writing hours and hours a day of programs. Um, and so now, now where we are fast forward today is, is really, it still is, I run a fitness business, but I do coach, um, women in, in branding and social media and mindset around entrepreneurship and this whole crazy online space. So I'm celebrating growth and, and really just happiness and realizing that it doesn't have to be hard. It can be fun and beautiful and a, just a big adventure of really self-discovery. Yeah. There are so many parts of your brand that I love. Um, and I think the biggest, obviously, there's such an element of joy and celebration that's infused and courageously confident. Uh, but then in addition, there's that element of courageous and confident that I'm like obsessed with. Because if we look at your journey, honestly, you took a lot of jumps. You were like, well, let me try this. It's coming to me. Let me show up for it. And let me give this a shot and see if it works. And that's how I think every beautiful brand unfolds. And I'm wondering for you, being the the woman in the driver's seat of that experience, right? With every step of leap, as you started to 
go on your business journey, what did you have to think? What were you feeling? Like, where was your emotional state in like taking those jumps? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, it's, it's always scary. It always feels scary. Like the, 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 even the time, like it, it looked like it was easy because it was a quick decision. The first program, I didn't even know what it meant, but I was like, it was like, with the exchange rate in Canada, it was like almost $2,000. And to me at that time, like that's crazy to invest that much with, I, I don't even know. But, but I was, it was, it was scary and there was fear, but there was still this element of like faith of like, what if I don't do it and I miss something incredible, right? So even though there's fear and I think there's, I always experience fear. I'm always like, what if I don't do it and I miss out on experiencing something or learning something or bringing me to the next level. So I've learned to intentionally, if we talk about investing, intentionally invest. And, and with investing, it, it feels, it always feels scary. I'm not going to lie. There's always an element of like, holy crap. But I just have a crazy amount of faith that everything I do will work in some way for me. That makes sense. Have you always felt that way or was this something that you learned over time? So I hit rock bottom when I was in university. So I went to university to ultimately become an elementary school teacher. And yeah, I, I didn't know oh. if you knew that or not. Um, oh, I didn't. So I, what, what it was like back then is you go for four years, you get a degree, and then you go back to finish like teacher's college. And so I got my, I have a degree in psychology and sociology. And then after that, it was the summer in between finishing and going back. And I, I sat in my house. I literally remember like it was yesterday. I sat in my kitchen thinking, I don't want this. I don't want to go back. Like I can't see myself being a teacher. And I, it was the scariest time for me to admit to my parents that I'm not going back because that was my plan for my entire life was to go to university, become a teacher. This was just the plan. There was no other whatever. So that, so I hit rock bottom feeling very unhappy going down this path. And I had to go down this path to realize that I was quite unhappy in my life. And then I I realized I don't want to be a teacher. I don't know what I want to be. I don't know what's next, but I just know I can't go forward. So, so taking that courageous leap to say no was the scariest thing of my life, but I had hit rock bottom. That's where I hit, like I got anxiety and depression in university. I battled with an eating disorder and all these things. And I realized I I thought during those times it was about my body, but it wasn't, it was about my unhappiness. And it was Mm -hmm. like, okay, in hindsight, I knew that, but I hit rock bottom to realize I don't have to move forward in something that doesn't feel right, even if I don't know what next, what is coming next. I have goosebumps. I fucking (laughs) love that. I didn't know this about you. I had no idea. So how did your parents react when you were like, oh, I'm done? Like they were very supportive. They were very supportive. They, they, I have great supportive, um, family and parents and, um, they were supportive. And I, I, I honestly said, like, I, I'm scared to say this. I'm scared to not go back, but I have to listen to my gut. And it was at that time, like, okay, then let's, I'm going to move back home. I'm going to get part-time jobs. I'm going to take many courses here and there and just like figure it all out. Mm-hmm. And that was the time kind of as well when I was just becoming more present on my own social media for fun. And that's when I was 
figuring it all out that mm. that program in business fell on my lap and then it, it all made sense then. It's so crazy how like we often think we have to control everything, but really there's a moment of surrender where you literally like, I think everybody I talk to, there's this break in their personal life where they're like, I'm done. And that break often is the open doorway to really finding their purpose and their truth and like who they're meant to be. So I love that. This episode of the Badass Business Podcast is brought to you by one of our all-time favorite courses, Good Enough Reprogramming. This is for the woman who finds herself having all of the ideas, but completely self-sabotaging every time she sits down at her computer to actually do the work. This program was designed to help you subconsciously change the beliefs that you have about being successful, about money, about doing work, and about accomplishing your dreams. So often we are running old stories, old beliefs, old patterns on autopilot unconsciously realizing that they are stopping us from taking action to creating the life and the business that we truly deserve. To enroll in this program, simply go to badassbusinessbabe.com forward slash good enough, and you can get access to this incredible offer to finally reprogram your subconscious mind so that you can start creating the life that you deserve. And you've taken more leaps along the way, right? Because you started in that space of helping people with fitness and now you're in, you're in this beautiful place of personal development and you're mastering the skill set of teaching people money mindset and you're thriving there, right? How did you allow your brand to unfold? How did that process go? Yeah, that, that, was, that was hard for me and sometimes it still is because I was very like fitness, 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 body image, body image, body image. And that's who I was at the time. That's who I was speaking to. That's what my group was. It wasn't even called Courageously Confident at the time. It was very much like the name was specific to fitness and, and body image. And so I was calling in all these women and, and these young girls um, who really resonated with just that. So as I grew and evolved in my own personal development, I became more interested in mindset and, and it's not just fitness, but mindset and taking courageous action and then eventually social media coaching and then eventually business and money. I, I almost felt this sense of guilt to transition because I knew most of my following was only there for the fitness. So I, I felt bad to transition because I wasn't only serving them anymore. My content wasn't only directed for people interested in that. But at the same time, I knew that no matter what, I was about growth and evolution. And for me, it looked like this. And so when I wanted to share that with my community in general, it's really just about growth and evolution in your life, no matter what that looks like. If that's business, if that's fitness, if that's both. So I really turned my main brand into just about taking courageous action, no matter what it looks like. But I still do. I, I'm going to be honest. I feel guilty sometimes because I, I'm not just about fitness anymore. And I know some people may not like that I talk about business or may not like that I talk about money, but that's just one of those things that you have to honor your own growth. Mm. Do you work with a lot of women who feel the fear to talk about certain things or to show up and share certain topics? I mean, You've even hosted in-person events with women where you've done in, that deep inner work too. So you talk a little bit about that and like how to navigate for somebody out there who's feeling that like deep fear of judgment or that deep fear of criticism. 
Yeah. I think I, I see a lot of women. It's more like imposter syndrome. Like who am I to talk about X, Y, Z, because maybe they feel like someone else does it better or they haven't mastered it a million percent yet. It's more of that. Like who's going to trust me if I talk about this? It's, it's that kind of sense. And that's some like, that's real. And that's honest. And I think we go through that at all of our levels. Like even when I stepped into social media or mindset, it's like, Oh God, like who am I? I, I even have the fears of like, I'm, too young for, for people to, to trust me or I'm too like, right. Like all these I have that all the time. The age thing is a big deal for me. Yeah. 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 So it, I feel like it's more of an imposter syndrome thing, but again, it's like if we have it in us and we really feel like we want to speak about it and it's, it's in us, then share it. Like we can get in our heads all day about why we can or can't do something. But if you feel called to share it, share it and do it from a place of like, pretend that no one else is talking about it. You're the only person talking about it and you know all the things and everyone's listening to you. Like just show up like that and you'll get better and more confident over time. But I mean, there's still, there's always going to be blocks there. It's just, you've just got to find that power, find that energy and just show up when you're in that element and, and you'll get more confident over time. Yeah. What you just said was a huge light bulb for me because I think the, that element of show up and talk about it as if nobody else is talking about it. And social media is such a gift in that there's so much accessibility to content, but at the same time, it's like if Sally over there triggers you because you think she's doing it better than you, for some reason you always see Sally's posts and you're like, fuck, like, that's a great post. Fuck. I can't keep up with that shit. Like she's at Maui now. Like what you feel like these resistances around your own message because you feel like it might not be good enough. So that deeply spoke to me for sure. Uh, confidence and money mindset. Like let's transition because much of your work and the magic you do in the world is like centered in that money mindset element. Um, how does confidence play into that? I think the more confident you are, the more wealthy you can be. And so a hundred percent, like I, with selling, with selling, when you were selling something, we've got to be so confident of what we're selling, right? We've got to talk about it. Like it's the best thing in the world. Like <laughs> That's just like, if you're selling something, you've got to love it. Right. And, and mm-hmm. I think that's why people do so well when they sell things because they're confident. It's like a no, no brainer. This is what I have. And this is amazing. And, and if you want to join here, it is. So I think we've got to have its confidence without being like, um, like super, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like who am I? Like, you know what I mean? Like stu- super standing out there. Like it, yeah. it's confidence. That's not like who not does pompous or yeah. like big or yeah. yeah. It's just like, I have this and this is amazing and this is going to be really good. And talking about your offers in that sense, people will gravitate towards the energy of your confidence and then that that just attracts more wealth and abundance and money and, and all those things and sales or whatever it looks like. So we've got to be confident with what we're selling. We've got to be confident in who we are. We've got to be confident in the sense of like, I, I deserve and I, it's easy and it's okay for me to make a lot of money. A lot of people feel like I'm not worthy of making X, Y, Z because whatever story, like my parents don't make that much or didn't make that much, or my partner doesn't, or, or my friends don't, or wh- whatever thing it is. But 
we've just got to realize like money is just money. <laughs> when we are confident in selling and sharing our gifts, the byproduct is money and abundance. And, and that can be any amount of money we desire. So it all comes with unshakable confidence in who we are and what we want to create. What are some of the things that you do regularly when you find yourself like, or your clients find themselves in that space of feeling disconnected or not uh, confident or directly channeling that money, right? Because we have those times where Mm -hmm. we're feeling off. What are some of the things that you can do to pull yourself back in? Close the laptop, turn the phone off, Mm. and reconnect with why I'm doing this. Because it's not about the money or the sales or the number of people. If it was, then I would be burnt out and exhausted all, all day. So of course, like it's so easy to get caught up with money and sales. And like you were saying before, comparing ourselves to someone else and seeing their successes. And then all of a sudden we look at our numbers and oh, all of a sudden we're not good enough. So when I get in the state of like, I need to make X amount or I need X amount of people or whatever, I am very self-aware and I, I teach my clients to be self-aware too, of like recognize that this is not coming from a place of love or service and I need to just shut off and go take a break, whether that's for the day, whether that's for a few hours, whether that's, you know, sleep on it and wake up fresh the next day or whatever it is and come back and, and come from a place of how can I serve people today? And that always results in more people following you anyways, more clients anyways. And, and it's so funny, Lauren, and it's still up in my, my parents' house, my old bedroom. When I lived there, the first business program, I had a whiteboard, and I wrote on it, I think that they probably told us or whatever, how can I serve someone today? And for three years, two and a half years, I never erased that. It's how can I serve someone today, serve someone better today? So bring yourself back to why the hell you're doing what you're doing, why you're sharing what you're doing. And get yourself excited and in love with it again. And that will create the abundance. I'm like taking notes. <laughs> this is so good. It's so I want like all these bullet points in the show notes. So guys, if you're listening to this, you can just like swipe up with your phone on the podcast. You see little show notes on the bottom. There are details uh-huh. of everything that we're covering. Uh, yeah, this is magic. This is such magic. And it's all about you know, using your gifts and your joy and what makes you happy to help other people. And I think you're absolutely right. Like disconnect from social media, come back to yourself, really channel into that purpose. Uh, One thing you said when we were talking, you see somebody else's numbers and that tripped me up to like, be like, oh my God, Stephanie and I need to talk about this. You have a beautiful following on social media, but just like any human being, I'm sure there are days where you're like, I'm not big enough. Or what do you say to the client who comes to you and she's like, my numbers are this, my numbers are that. They're not where I want them to be. Um, yeah, let's discuss that, the vanity numbers of social media. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, over the years, like especially before I was even in coaching, I just wanted more followers, more followers, more likes, more, right? It's like and a game, it, isn't it? Like it's almost like this game of like, I want more. Chasing. Like you're playing. The- mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's really fun to connect with more people. Absolutely. But it's, it's connection. It's genuine connection that always feels better than just, oh, more numbers and more likes. 
Like, like you can have an incredible business with a quote unquote small following if you are really making amazing connections with people. So like to me right now, my Instagram, like numbers go up and down all the time and whatever. My Facebook group is up and down and whatever. And it's just, I'm at the point where, and this was hard for me because I always wanted to, I'm like, I just want to help everyone. I just want to help everyone, like everybody. <laughs> I have so it was hard for me to see numbers go down or to hear no from people or I'm not, I can't sign up or stuff like that. But when I really tap into like, I'm only here to really help a certain amount of people or, or certain people who connect with me and I connect with them. And I think when we really focus, like I, there, there's a million fitness coaches, there's a million nutrition coaches, right? But we're going to hire the people that we connect with that are good at what they do, but really like we connect with. So I had to really hone in and learn that like the numbers don't matter. It's the connection that matters. And when I follow that, my content becomes better. My content is more genuine. My content is real. And then the people who engage are the ones who resonate with it. And that's what I want. Yeah. So it's like taking the pressure off. Yeah. Now, what are some of the, the rules? I always ask this to everybody who comes on the show, like the rules and guidelines for your lifestyle, you know, because what we're talking about a lot today is the mindset. It's about being able to craft and cultivate that like leadership version of you. And I think there are a lot of actions that are coming into play for somebody to be able to manage the mind, right? It's like, this is a daily practice. So what are some of the, the rules and the guidelines that you live by, the non-negotiables, the, the self-care musts that allow you to perform at this high level that you're performing at in your business? Yeah. So I know we've talked about it before, like health and fitness is huge for me. Um, I, I always schedule in and make time for me to go to the gym and have more than enough time to not feel rushed. Like that's my time. That That's just like my time. That's a huge thing. Um, sleep is another huge one for me, like quality sleep. Um, if I don't get good sleep, I can't function. I'm very emotional. I'm a hot mess. I, I just, I need to sleep. <laughs> That's a huge non-negotiable. So like really like my health in, in general, like my physical health is number one. Cause without that, then my mind gets wonky and gets all over the place. Um, so there's that. And then other boundaries in my business and my life is, is knowing too, and this might speak to people who are new in business. Like I used to feel like this sense of urgency, like I need to answer right away. I need to answer the comments right away, the questions right away. I need to answer the messages right away. But it was coming from a place of if I don't answer right away, then I'm not good enough. And then when I realized that's not true, like this question can wait a few hours or this message can wait until tomorrow. It gave myself just a a sense of knowing like, I don't need to rush. I don't need to rush. And that just helped my mindset and to know like, especially with client relationships, like they're going to be okay. They can wait. They don't need an answer right away. I need to give myself space and grace. And so mm. that relates to mindset because I felt like very rushed and pressured a lot of the time. And I made that up myself totally. And then when I felt like this is not serving me, I just said, I can take my time. And so I allow myself to 
do whatever I want to do in those, those moments in terms of boundaries, like hours on and off. I don't have like a start time and an end time for work necessarily, but the, the non-negotiables are more so like, I don't do client calls or schedule things in the morning. That's like the time for me to just do whatever I want. And then I, I just know like turn off the phone by a certain time. So I get good sleep. Those things are the biggest things for me. And if I don't get those things, then I, like I said, I turn into an emotional hot mess. <laughs> then I overthink everything and then I'm just not functioning at my best. But it's good for you to be aware of it, right? Because I think there are a lot of people who are in a chaotic emotional state and they're not really too sure why. But when you dig deeper, it's like, well, you're not sleeping well. There's no schedule yeah. for you. There's no balance. How did you deal with the balance of going towards your goals, but also learning how to be greatly appreciative and happy with where you are, mm. right? Because gratitude is such a big part of that manifestation process. Mm-hmm. What did you do there? I think I just, so I'll, I'm just like, I'm going to be so honest all the time. Like there have been so many times where I would get caught up. Like, so bring it back to when I first made my Facebook group, I, when one person would join, I would be like, oh my God, a new person is joined. Like that would be my thing. Like I would like call at the time, Eric, my boy, like someone wants to join my group. Like it was like, I would freak out. And then over time that stopped happening because I'm like, of course people are joining. People join every day. Then I would start to notice when someone left. Mm. And then I was like, wait, what's going on? Then that would mess up my mindset. So I was like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened to the days when I was like having a party when one person just wanted to join? So now I really try and bring it back to like every comment, everyone who wants to join, every like, every new person, like celebrating that. Yeah. Because that happens more than noticing when people leave or when people say no, but we tend to focus on the no's or when people leave more. So I I tap into the small things that I would get really excited about at the beginning, but I should still be, and we should all still be really excited about all parts of our journey. There's that. Um, And then knowing not to just celebrate the big monthly big wins or the big launches or the big whatever, but just celebrate every day, like gratitude when someone inquires about something, maybe doesn't even sign up. Like, I'm so happy that someone's inquiring. Gratitude for, you know, the success that I've built over a long period of time, just like, like going to a hotel, like Eric and I did, like, we wouldn't be doing that if I didn't tap into gratitude. And now we're still like little kids in this hotel room, like, oh my God, there's a robe and the bathtub and the, like, the, they know our names. Like, yeah. the things never get old. It, don't let the things get old from a new person joining to a hotel or whatever. Like if, if it, if it starts to become normal and you don't appreciate it, then I know like I've got to change my mindset. So I, I really try to focus on the daily wins and, and then practicing gratitude every day, quote unquote, big or small things. I love that. I think that's a big lesson for a lot of people because we're often so focused on where we're going, what has to get done, right? Like what the next old post is, but um, the things never get old. They will if you let them, but don't let them. I love the way that you put that. It was really beautiful. Yeah. There, there was a moment, I just thought of this now, I had 
a retreat and a summit in April on the same weekend. And it was like amazing, but it was crazy exhausting. Like it was, it was amazing. And that Sunday, like the end of the weekend that night, we were laying in bed and I said to Eric, I was like, I need to start planning the next one. And he was like, give yourself a damn day. And I was like, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like, but, but it's like, but it came from a place of like, that was so amazing. I want to do it again. But also I needed to really be like, I need not a day, but like a good couple months to hone in what just happened and what I envision for more, you know, like I'm very like, Oh, let's do the next one. What can we do? And when I'm in that energy, cause I get excited, but I also need, I'm self-aware. I need to know that about myself to just be like, soak this in and feel it and reflect on it and then <laughs> plan the next one. I do the same thing. It's really, <laughs> we did 12 days of business last year and that was like a big Christmas summit with all these speakers. And then right after I was like, all right, what are we doing next? <laughs> and people were like, dude, like I, we worked 10 hour days. Like that was a run. Like we just ran, let's take a break. Yeah. What do you, before we sign off, because this has been so fucking magical, Stephanie, what do you wish for the new entrepreneur? Like the woman out there who's like, I love all of this, I'm feeling it, but I'm not anywhere close to arriving. What, what do you want for her? I want her to keep going because it's going to feel like you're not there and then you're going to get quote unquote there and then you're going to maybe want to get to a next step and a next step and a next step. But if you don't feel like you're not there yet and it feels impossible, just like keep going. Just keep going. The people who quote unquote make it, whatever that means, they don't give up. They don't give up. And it's hard. And there's days that you feel like it's never going to work, but you will win and you will get there if you just keep going and be supported. Like support is huge. Whatever that looks like for you, whether it's mentorship or whatever, or support system in your family, like surround yourself with support because this is a a roller coaster ride. Mm. So you, you need support in, in many different places. So find that support wherever you can, whatever that means for you. I love that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you for being here. Thank you for, I think, honestly, my favorite part of this interview was the vulnerability. Like you were just so, you're like, I'm going to be honest. Like this is where <laughs> I'm at. Like that was, that was so beautiful. Thank you. And we're going to put show notes, details. Again, guys, just swipe up to see all the show notes. Uh, we're going to put all the details of where people can find you below for our audience. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much, Lauren. It was so great to be here.